0: Hello. Hello,
1: and welcome to Plantsful Kitchen, the podcast where we talk about cooking delicious and healthy plant-based foods. I'm Kevin. I'm a software engineer, scented candle enthusiast. Oh, I said that one already.
0: <laughs> That's I'm Kevin. Kevin.
1: I'm a software engineer, a uh, lover of bright wallpapers, uh, cat ed, and amateur vegan cook.
0: I'm Courtney, a food blogger and vocal pedagogue, and I really miss hugging people other than my husband.
1: Me too. Let's Let's get get (laughs)
0: cooking.
1: Courtney, how are you doing?
0: Oh, Kevin, I have been um, okay this week. I feel like I'm. Do you uh do you do this thing where you like escape your current reality by just dreaming about the future? Totally. You do that too? Okay. So I've been dreaming about um being a farmer and growing my own food and um I've also been really tied up in making the uh blueprints for my future house. So that's tied up a lot of time this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, have been super busy, just laying things out and making sure honestly, yeah, where they're supposed to go.
0: Yep. That's so that's awesome. what I've been doing. Real busy with that. How have you? Yeah.
1: been? Yeah, I've been good too. We have been sort of. I've been doing kind of the same thing. We've been thinking about how there probably is going to be an economic downturn. In the next six months or so and housing prices might go down in new york so we've been getting on street easy and looking at properties and have you really about that sort of thing yeah
0: oh, okay so that's fun have you found anything that looks promising yeah, there was
1: there was a, a brownstone in bed about a half hour's walk north of here kind of near you guys but a little more west mm-hmm. and um it was newly renovated and really gorgeous. And we would have the top two floors, and then there would be space on the bottom floor for a tenant. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was really pretty. Um, but the price needs to come down a little bit on it. Yeah. Price needs to come down on everything. It, looking at those prices, it's really difficult comparing them to what you would get in like Kansas or Montana.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's painful.
1: Yeah, well, I have ordered a double Belgian waffle iron. It has (laughs) like a a Belgian waffle iron on both sides, and then you flip it over, it cooks to it once. So maybe when that comes, we can do waffle brunch because there's a recipe for sourdough waffles that I've been really wanting (gasps) to try.
0: That would be wonderful. I wanted to ask you how your sourdough project is going.
1: It's good. I successfully made several loaves of bread and sourdough crackers and some sourdough biscuits
0: wow so it's
1: really good my starter was off to a slow start but i just needed to keep feeding it and i had made it too liquidy and so i just added a little extra flour to compensate for making it too liquidy and then it actually was like rising like it was supposed to nice yeah so i'm i'm happy with it and now it's at the fridge being a dormant and Um, I'll wake it up for maybe next weekend when I make the sourdough waffles, if the waffle machine
0: comes. (laughs) How do you wake it up?
1: Just take it out of the fridge and give it a feeding.
0: Oh, and give it a feeding. So Mm -hmm. it's like you have a new pet. Have you named it? No. okay. Well. I'm
1: waiting for inspiration to strike.
0: So I, I, uh. Have been reading some interesting headlines in the news mm-hmm. about the impact that this is having on meat production.
1: Me too. I've I've seen a couple of things about it.
0: Yeah, let's compare notes. Um, one, I think, I mean, the main thing I've been reading is that because so many slaughterhouse workers are getting sick, and meat like processing workers are getting sick. They're having to close down these processing plants. And on the one hand, it's like, cool, less meat is going into the grocery stores. Um, But on the other hand, now they are exterminating all of the livestock that was about to go to slaughter because... I don't know why like can they not afford to feed it in the meantime
1: i think it is so i mean you would know better than i would know with like dan's family being ranchers and stuff but i feel like it's so use it up and throw it away and they have such like a, such a high production of animals that they have to get ready for processing and replace them for processing so they're probably like making more animals than they can can keep if they can't kill them yeah
0: yeah like the whole it's just gummed up the whole production line
1: yeah i definitely think it's a shame that those people are getting sick and i feel really bad about that but i don't feel bad that there's less meat in the grocery store, maybe people will realize that they can eat other things if they mm-hmm. they don't have the meat available that they're used to.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for as well. I mean, I was just reading an, ar- an article in NBC um, where I think the head of Tyson was warning people that there could be meat shortages in parts of the country by the first of May. So hopefully. People will be forced to try either vegan meat alternatives um, and realize that they taste pretty good and they're about the same price, so why not get that next time? Um, Or maybe they'll leave those products off their plate altogether and opt for, you know, things like Mexican food that uses beans or... um, falafel or hummus you know stuff that is more bean heavy rather than like animal product heavy
1: yeah i own a couple of stocks of beyond meat and do you my stock price has just been going up which is (laughs) which is good for me it's really uh, the whole industrial farming system is terrible and that's one of the main reasons why i became vegan
0: yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like shown how fragile this system is when it's built on huge volumes of animals and huge volumes of like underpaid, underserved workers. Yeah. Um yeah. And and on on that note like I think more and more people are becoming aware of the fact that slaughterhouses and factory farms are the perfect setting for novel viruses like this to crop up. Like I feel like people in the media have done a really good job of pointing out that while this came from a wet market in china like we have a history in this country of creating places or providing places for viruses like this to develop so you right. know we can't throw stones um and we need to make we need to make changes in in how we view food and how we produce food as well
1: yeah for so. sure so much Human contact with animals and animals being killed and unsanitary conditions and mm-hmm. unhealthy animals and things like that,
0: yeah yeah it's uh it sucks that it's taken something this extreme to make people stop and reconsider our our food chain, but hopefully you know hopefully it actually happens because of this hopefully action is actually taken
1: yeah i hope so too
0: so uh when this whole thing is over or when we're allowed to get a little bit more back to normal is there one like food restaurant or food event that you're looking forward to uh to going to
1: Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I my office is right by Mamoun's on St Mark's Street, mm-hmm. and probably two or three times a week I would eat a falafel platter from Mamoon's mm-hmm. with falafel, grape leaves, uh, baba ganoush, hummus, and rice, uh-huh. and I miss that so much. <laughs> I never got tired of it. They just have the best falafel and the best hummus and the best baba ganoush, and I really miss it.
0: That sounds really good.
1: Yeah, how about you?
0: I think I will be most excited to go to the farmers market this summer, and yeah, like do our do our normal Sunday morning routine, go to the farmers market, get a bagel with tofu scallion cream cheese, and then get two bundles of lacinato kale and whatever random crap I find at the farmer's market. That'll be good.
1: Yeah, it makes me sad how much great stuff we're missing out on at the farmer's market right now. This is like peak spring farmer's market season.
0: What would you be buying right now?
1: I don't know. Whatever that's my favorite part of the farmer's market is just going and looking to see what looks delicious and what looks fresh Mm -hmm. and uh just just buying it and figuring out something to make from it
0: did did you do much cooking this week these past couple weeks
1: i've done a lot of bread um
0: exclusively baking (laughs) i've
1: done a lot of carbs (laughs) um a lot of carbs i've made a lot of bread i made biscuits we made cookies this past weekend um but i've done some other cooking i've made barbecue seitan with cornbread and beans which is good i made some really good baked beans the week before last from from dry beans and so those were really good nice Um, I made some black-eyed peas the other day, just black-eyed peas in the Instant Pot, and you can just eat them with salt and maybe some hot sauce on them. It's so Uh good. Nice. I've been doing some cooking.
0: Did you have a favorite recipe to share?
1: Yeah, one was really, really good and really easy. It was just tofu seasoned roasted in the oven for about a half an hour so it got a nice sort of crust on the outside of it with some greens i used spinach not baby spinach but like mature spinach Mm -hmm. and then you wilt the greens in some coconut milk add nutritional yeast garlic salt and pepper and it's like creamed 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 spinach greens creamed Uh spinach or creamed kale and just the the tofu over the creamed kale with a really good sauce. It felt really like healthy and really nice. Delicious. Yeah, it was yeah good.
0: that sounds really good. Very, I think it's rare to find a recipe that is truly simple but delicious. Sounds yeah, it was, like that could it was uh, really be good. the one. Nice. I had for the first time horseradish hummus from Trader Joe's. Oh, right. Because we waited like 40 minutes to get into Trader Joe's last Monday. But it was worth it because I got some horseradish hummus. And um, I am going to make my own. uh, Because theirs wasn't quite horseradish-y enough. And also it had a bunch of oil in it. So I'm going to make my own version. But with their version, I did a arugula... Um, air fried potato and there was one other thing I had in this like big salad thing um, but then I like thinned out that horseradish hummus with just some lemon juice and um, used it as a dressing and I tell you the horseradish hummus paired with potato was very very good.
1: That sounds delicious. You've inspired me because I have horseradish root in my fridge do you (laughs) yes sometimes (laughs) sometimes will will see things at the grocery store and just pick them up and bring them home and be like here do something with this
0: (laughs) that's so fun (laughs) fun challenge
1: and i i haven't figured out what to do with the horseradish except for mixing it with mayonnaise and making horseradish sauce which i'm not super excited about but I think it would be really good to put it in hummus.
0: It was excellent. Okay, um, we prepared a very special game because we don't have many things to talk about. (laughs) Because we can't
1: go to the farmer's market and get fresh, delicious foods and talk about all of those things.
0: We have a game. Each of us have a couple sets of random ingredients that you might have sitting in your pantry. And, uh, and I'm going to share some with Kevin and he's going to have to figure out what you can make with them and then vice versa. So do you want to start?
1: No, you should ask me first.
0: Okay. Okay. Kevin, what can I make with old fashioned oats, frozen pineapple and black beans?
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the easiest one I, It's one like. I have- it's like
1: that episode of uh, of Chopped, or an yeah. Ep- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, old fashioned oats, pineapples, frozen pineapples, and black beans. Yeah. Well, you could definitely make a smoothie with all of those things.
0: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, blend them all together. The black beans, you could, you wouldn't taste them too much, I think. Um, let's see. I was gonna say you could make something sweet. But I'm not sure that you could. You could make a salad. You could get some greens. You could toast the oats in the oven and then um, maybe roast your pineapples, get them caramelized a little bit, uh-huh. and uh, put all of that on top of a salad. That would be pretty delicious.
0: Yeah, that maybe sounds like good. Maybe like a
1: tahini dressing or something like that.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. You might also be able to make some sort of sweet and sour quote-unquote meatball. You could use the oats and the beans, put them together in a food processor mm-hmm. and with some other flavors and ingredients <laughs> i don't know find, find a recipe for like a, a meatless meatloaf or something like that and then you could make a sweet and sour sauce with a pineapple
0: that's really good you did good
1: thanks did you have anything in mind for those or you you had uh, no idea the,
0: like honestly most of these i have no idea <laughs> what i would do um but with that one the only thing i could think of was like you could maybe figure out how to make a black bean burger and then top it with some grilled pineapple that you would have to thaw.
1: Yeah, that would be good too. All right, so here are three things that I have in my cabinets right now. Almonds, peanut butter, and spaghetti squash. (laughs)
0: Two kinds of nuts.
1: <laughs> almonds, peanut butter, and spaghetti squash.
0: <laughs> okay. Almonds, peanut <laughs> butter. I can give you another, I can give you another no, one. No, 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 no. No. Oh, okay. Let me, hold on. Just let me think about it. All right. Almonds, peanut butter, and spaghetti squash. With peanut butter, the first thing I think of is Thai dressing. So you could do some sort of, like, Thai noodle salad using the spaghetti squash. So you bake it, shred it, and then you could make um, a little, like, cold noodle salad with some red bell pepper and scallion and... Um, maybe some like shredded carrots you know whatever vegetables you have on hand make a peanut dressing with a little bit of pure maple syrup or whatever sweetener you have a little little garlic a little ginger little rice vinegar mix it up drizzle it over the top for a dressing and then garnish it with some almonds because you know what that's all you have and it's gonna work
1: <laughs> some toasted almonds yeah that sounds really good actually
0: it could work a great oh idea. cilantro you would need cilantro too for
1: sure but i like the thai the thai theme to that
0: what did you think of for that
1: uh well while you were talking i thought of a similar sort of thing like Make the spaghetti squash, and then if you had some kind of tempeh or tofu, you could crust it with the almonds and then oh, make yeah. like a Thai peanut sauce to go over it.
0: Yeah. These are actually things. I guess I didn't realize that. These are all things that I have in my cupboard. Um, canned jackfruit, canned tomatoes, and mushrooms.
1: Oh. I'd make a like a chili okay yeah i would jackfruit's pretty good like barbecue-y sort of in a chili so i think i would saute the onions saute some onions and mushrooms together add the jackfruit add the tomatoes some spices and make kind of like Mm -hmm. a a chili or or something like that or a spaghetti sauce that'd be a really good spaghetti sauce too
0: yeah yeah kind of a chunky spaghetti squash yeah like a, a
1: bolognese almost another one um pickles chickpeas and bulgur wheat the pickles are the hard part That's those the wrench oh see
0: it. the bulgur is the one that's throwing me off oh
1: really okay yeah
0: with chickpeas and pickles you could just make like a tuna salad
1: oh of course yeah
0: yeah that's that one's easy um let's see okay okay um you would need some other things for this (laughs) but (laughs) no those are the only three things (laughs) (laughs) you make salad (laughs) um so you make the grain and then cool it and then make turn the chickpeas into a hummus and then take pickles and whatever other like preserved vegetables you have I would say olives and capers maybe and then some fresh vegetables. I would do like bell pepper and cucumbers and then maybe some like oh eggplant would be good. Um, And then some fresh dill or parsley. So it would kind of be like a Mediterranean. It'd be like a spin on um, tabbouleh. (laughs) But with preserved vegetables instead of. Yeah. And then. um, Crap. What grain did you say? Bulgur wheat. Bulgur. It was bulgur. Okay. Yeah. So that instead of couscous.
1: Mm, That sounds really good. It's kind of a spin on my like hummus plates yeah exactly I, yeah because yeah. those get served with pickles also
0: yes yeah they do what yeah. what did you have in mind for it
1: um no- nothing, nothing? <laughs> <laughs> i think you could still make like a you no know, tuna salad with the bulgur wheat also just start up in there and throw some mayonnaise in there
0: just why not
1: some mayonnaise and some mustard and some <laughs> some pickles and and chickpeas and bulgur wheat that would mm-hmm. probably be really delicious
0: why not you could maybe you could try to do a um a crab cake oh yeah so if and you make
1: like a, a tartar sauce or something for yeah, it too.
0: yeah 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 you would need to like process the bulgur and the chickpeas yeah And then maybe some Old Bay seasoning or something, Mm -hmm. some onions and garlic and breadcrumbs.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be good. I think maybe I'll do that now.
0: And then serve it with pickles. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Tell me how it turns out.
1: Yeah. Well, the tartar sauce could, I mean, that's, what is tartar sauce is just mayonnaise and pickles pretty much, right?
0: Is it? I didn't know that. I don't know. I think so. Okay. I think this last one is slightly easier. Okay. Okay. Last three things I have in my pantry. Chickpeas, frozen corn, and coconut milk.
1: Oh, I'd make a curry of some yeah. sort. That would be delicious, yeah.
0: What, would you, what else would you put in it?
1: So I probably would get the I would kind of base it off of like Allison Roman's chickpea stew. I would like get the chickpeas all cooked up with the onions, nice and caramelized in the pan and then get the coconut milk in there, some curry powder, whatever protein I wanted. I would let that stew for a little while and then throw in corn, whatever fresh vegetables Maybe carrots sliced up real thin, mm. some bell peppers, cook it just for a little bit until the vegetables just start to be done. So I still like them a little crispy and put mm-hmm. the corn in and serve it over rice or something that, that would be delicious.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. So the corn is more there for like a little bit of texture. And flavor too. Than, okay.
1: Yeah, in the in the curry. Or you could make a, a really good corn chowder out of that.
0: Yeah. We came yeah. up with the, some good ideas. Okay, last <laughs> one.
1: Okay, mushrooms, kale, and tofu.
0: What kind of kale? And what it's kind of tofu?
1: Just a block of tofu, extra firm.
0: Extra firm, okay.
1: I mean, this one's kind of easy, too.
0: I mean, the easy answer is like some kind of salad or sauteed, like warm salad. Okay, okay, so easy, easily accessible answer. I would saute the um, mushrooms with some garlic, Let them cook down a little bit, and then add in some soy sauce and then um, strip the, the to or the kale, and saute that in the pan with the mushrooms so it just cooks down a little bit. And then serve that as like a little side dish with the kale or the, ugh, miss. With the tofu that you could like bake with some soy sauce or, you know, whatever. Um, you could marinate it and then pan sear it too. Okay, so that's the easy, more normal option. Here's my other idea. What if you made, like, a raw lasagna? I guess it would be partially raw. So you would use the kale leaves as the noodles. And then you would sauté the mushrooms with some Italian seasoning, some garlic, some onions. Then you'd put that on the <laughs> on the pasta leaf. And then you would process the tofu into some sort of like ricotta tasting thing with like lemon juice little maple syrup and nutritional yeast yeah some garlic powder and then spread that on there roll it up and then you could either eat it raw or i guess you could like bake it with marinara pour it over the top
1: Ooh, that's really interesting. It could be
0: weird, or it could be good. Who knows?
1: That could be really good. I think you'd want to like blanch the kale leaves a little bit first so they're not 100% raw. Yeah. That would be really good, like little lasagna veggie roll-ups.
0: Yeah. Could be fun. (laughs) Rollatini. Did you have a plan for that?
1: No. um, Actually, those... Maybe I would do that same thing that I was telling you about. That was really good, it's like the creamed kale. Add some mushrooms <clears throat> into it, and then serve the tofu on top of it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, something and some simple. Coconut milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what? fun. Yeah, hey, that was fun. If anyone is still listening to this, you know, if you have three items in your pantry, hit us up on Instagram at our Plantiful Kitchen. Let us know what they are, so we can figure out what uh what you should make with those three things. As yeah. long as it's not like chicken, I don't want to hear about your chicken.
1: <laughs> yeah, me neither.
0: <laughs> Keep it to yourself.
1: <laughs> I think we're ready to go on Chopped. Oh, I think we're ready totally. for that mystery basket.
0: Join us next time as we talk about
1: whatever we can manage to come up with the enthusiasm to talk about in this global health crisis. <laughs> <laughs> now let's, now eat, let's some plants. eat some plants. Secret Weapon Production.